0: How many of you born in America? Put up your hand. Born in America. How many of you born in a different nation? Born in a different nation. Oh, quite a few of us. You know, obviously born in Australia and love my country and keep praying for it. But how many know you can love two countries and three countries and four countries? How many know it's important to pray for your nation? God bless America, but God bless Australia too. God bless Dominican Republic, God bless the Caribbean, God bless Portugal, God bless Brazil, God bless Africa, South Africa. Come on, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you and praise you. I thank you for your incredible people. They are yours. I thank you for the nations of the world, and I thank you for this nation. And Lord God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would breathe across Lord again mercy and grace and wisdom and power That God your light would be seen and your people would see you and know you and love you and God I pray that your blessing would rest upon not just this nation but every nation represented here and that your blessing would come to each family I pray father I thank you I thank you for every man here I thank you for every woman In the mighty name of Jesus, bless them. Come on, pray this simple prayer. Say, Jesus, speak to my heart. Change my life. Help me see what I must see. Open my ears. Open my heart. Grant me faith to see the days ahead. With hope, with faith, and hope, with expectation. I declare today I can become all you desire In your mighty name I pray And the church alive said Come on give Jesus Come on give Jesus a hand One more time Praise God Praise God With that laughter, I think some of you don't believe what you're saying. (laughs) You look... (laughs) Might have got awkward there. Hope you didn't leave church discouraged. Don't worry, by the time we're done, we'll be okay. How many came to receive the word? How many love the word? If you're new today, God bless you. We're glad you're here. There's hot dogs at the end if you uh, want to not take care of your health, it's there for you. So uh, No, hey, it's July 4th. Have a good weekend, hey? Have some ice cream, have some hot dogs, eat some steak. If you're a vegetarian, have some lettuce. Yeah. It's gonna be a good weekend for you. I was watching a documentary recently. How many like documentaries? Anyone like documentaries? Yeah, how many couldn't care less about documentaries? Some of you, we're going to pray for you later, and <coughs> cast out the spirit of lack of education. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was watching a documentary on, uh, called 14 Peaks, 14 Peaks and no, um, Nothing is Impossible, and he called it Project Possible. There was this uh, fearless... Nepali mountaineer named Nimsdai Persiai' probably not how to say it, uh, but that's how it's going today. <laughs> and uh, prior to, to what he did was the fastest time to ever climb the 14 mountains that go over 8,000 feet in the world, it took that man seven years. And, um, And then they were interviewing another man who was known as a expert and literally a legend in the game and he climbed eight of the mountains in 17 years and and people were getting his opinion and this man climbed 14 mountains in seven months. Over 8,000, every single one of the mountains he climbed, over 8,000 feet, he did it in seven months. The other people did it in 15 years. Someone say seven months. You don't look amazed enough, but I'm going to keep preaching. He was not just a mountain climber. He was more than a mountain climber. Romans chapter 8, the Apostle Paul is speaking through the Holy Spirit. He says this, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? He was an apostle and 11 of the apostles literally died the death of martyrs the only one who did not die the death of a martyr was actually the apostle john and he wrote the book of revelation on the island of patmos the rest of the apostles literally died the death of martyrs so that you and i could have the faith that we have today it is not always popular to be a christian And actually if you go to other nations of the world in India and certain parts of the Middle East and certain parts of Northern Africa, it is quite dangerous to literally call yourself a Christian. And so we should thank God for the blessings of free speech and free worship and we should thank God for those things because if you want to love America, just go to a bunch of other nations, you'll realize how good you have it. (laughs) I remember one time, just to give you a bit of context, I remember one time I was preaching in... Madagascar, I was the sixth poorest nation of the world. And I began to tell them, I've told the story before, but I just believe it's worth repeating. I began to tell them how I didn't grow up with much money. And then I realized I was talking to the wrong people. Because for them, the average earnings per day, someone say per day, was a dollar. And now I, I can't get my son to do anything for less than $20. He's like, can I, can I mow the lawn, dad? I'm like, you know, maybe $10. He's like, 20, 25, 30, 35. Holy cow. Don't send me bankrupt. <laughs> My son can make more in an hour than these people would make in a month. And the reason I say that is he goes on to tell them that they were facing death all day long and they would have considered us uh, sheep to be slaughtered. And verse 37 says this, No, in all these things, someone say these things, we, someone say we, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. And then He goes on to say, For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus. Sometimes I, as I read scripture, sometimes just a phrase or a, a chapter will intrigue me. But sometimes it's two words. Someone say more than. more than. For some reason the last two weeks as I was thinking about preaching on this weekend, this two words kept coming to me more than. More than a conqueror. Uh, the Apostle Paul has this amazing language. And how many of you know that he, you, he's been shipwrecked in his life he's been beaten with rods he's been thrown in prison he's actually been literally stoned and I'm not talking about drugs he was literally thrown rocks at and he survived it and he had been through so many things and he calls himself more than a conqueror someone say more than more than a conqueror but I wanted to check the language because he doesn't say I am the apostle Paul and I am the super apostle and I am anointed by God and you guys are plebs no he says we identify with you and me for the last 2,000 years he talks to every Christian we are more than conquerors we are more than a conqueror which means I'm not just a survivor I'm not just getting through it. I'm not just hanging on. Now you might come here today and you feel like you're a survivor. You feel like you're you're hanging on to life. You feel like maybe you've gone through some things and that's good and that's okay. But I want to say to you today that I pray that the longer you come to this house, that this house will put enough faith in you. This house will put enough strength in you that you'll go from okay to hanging on to ah, I'm pretty good to eventually in your spirit, you will actually be not just a conqueror. Conqueror. hear me now church alive but you will be more than a conqueror come on if you give the Lord a hand give him a good hand sometimes you need to relabel yourself more than a conqueror Because sometimes you can be labeled by many things. Dumb decisions and setbacks and things that you've done. Whether it's happened to you. And and it all happens to us sometimes. We go through, ever, ever meet someone and they've had a rough week? You're like, oh, I've had the week of the book of Job. You're like, shoot, what happened? You're like, well, I stubbed my toe. That was Monday. I got a splinter on Tuesday. I I, I then got a parking ticket on Wednesday and uh, my boss gave me a look like he didn't like me on Thursday. I kind of feel like I'm Job in the Bible. Have you read Job? (laughs) Um, I'm sorry, my friend. You have the language of a whiner, (laughs) but you need to take the H out of whiner and become a winner. You see what it did there, see, th- yeah, that was good. That wasn't in the first service. Katiana, you came to the right service. Your parents came to the right service. They're always gonna remember that one. <laughs> to the rest of their lives, they go, you remember when? We took the hell out of Weiner. And we became winners. Come on. But the invitation for every Christian to ever live was to not just survive, but to conquer. And here now, and, and not just conquer once. Keep conquering. Yeah. Keep conquering. Climb another mountain. And come down again. And say, you know what? I went up to the top of that mountain, but I can do it again. And I can conquer again. And I can break through again. And I can actually be the kind of guy that other people look at and go, well, John Pore has conquered then. I can conquer. And you actually become an example to others of what a fighting spirit has in Jesus' name. Let me put it another way. Conquering is what we do. Isn't that right, Tanny? Conquering is what we do Stephen conquering is what we do why do we show up to men's prayer why do we go to women's prayer why are we a praying church why do we fast sometimes like I don't want to be a fasting church either did I like why why did you because the Lord told me to <laughs> he, he keeps stretching me we fast a little bit the first time of the year we we're like, here, here fast a little bit let's fast for three days And the Lord's like, next year, he's like, you can do a little more. I'm like, dang it. The next time it was seven days, ah, ah, shoot. 21 days? I was like, oh, we've arrived. We fast for 21 days. We're like Daniel in the lion's den. And then I felt like the Lord was like, why don't you just fast monthly? I was like, because I don't want to. (laughs) We do it. Because it's good to tell your body no. Yeah, right. It's good to say, you know what, I cannot eat today, or I cannot eat this meal. Or I can't. How I many know your body's okay? Anyway, come on, say more than a conqueror. This is the tone and this is the language of Scripture. This is not just the Apostle Paul, this is actually many of the champions that we read of in 1 Corinthians. 10 says they are our examples listen what James the brother of Jesus writes about Elijah therefore confess your sins to each other someone say each other not just a priest but someone you actually know uh, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed don't gossip about each other pray for each other right don't just talk about each other pray for one another so that you may be what healed someone say I want to be healed then you've got to know people you can't just sit and soak and sour and run into church and run out of church you actually got to know some people who know your issues I I don't want to do that that's the point because you can't be healed unless you'll confront what is unhealthy Elijah was a human being, even as we are. Listen to his language. He is saying Elijah, who is a champion in the faith, a a little giant who saw seven different miracles, raised the dead and called fire from heaven. James, the brother of Jesus, says, this man is just like you. In other words, he smells just like you. He needs a shower like you, gets sick like you, gets a coffee voice sometimes, just like you. He goes through troubles like you. Maybe one day he has a good day. Maybe one day he has a bad day. Elijah is just like you. But he prayed, the Bible says. And he continually prays and he actually shaped a nation. Someone say, I can shape a nation. Come on, say it again. I can shape a nation. Elijah was like us, but hear me now. He was also more than a conqueror. I've been reading 1 Kings recently in the book of 1 Kings you see leadership, and you see bad leadership, and you see occasional, someone say occasional. You see occasional good leadership, and then you see the more unfortunately common theme of leadership is actually most people don't do well with leadership. They actually misuse leadership. And we jump into a text of scripture where you've seen bad leader, and bad leader, and bad leader, and bad leader, and bad leader, and, bad leader and, bad leader and then even a worse leader. That's encouraging. That's encouraging. The Bible says this, in the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, someone say Ahab, son of Imri, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria over Israel 22 years. Someone say 22 years. 22 years. Someone say, thank God for every four years. <laughs> Verse 30, haha, I got you, didn't I? Ahab, son of Imri, did more evil, someone say more evil. Ahab son of Imri did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. He not only considered trivial to commit the sons of Jeroboam son of Nabat but he also married Jezebel daughter of Ethbaal king of the Sidonians and began to serve Baal and worship him. Someone say uh oh. He set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal that he built in Samaria and Ahab also made an Asherah pole and did more to arouse the anger of the Lord than the God of Israel than did all the kings of Israel before him and Elijah is the man who is called to confront Ahab. He literally has to confront him at a time that it wasn't popular to meet with Ahab and say by the way I serve the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob when he actually goes to speak to Ahab do you know that Jezebel is literally killing and putting away the prophets of God and raising up false prophets everywhere it was not a nice time to be a person of faith But how many of you know that it is actually sometimes in the darkest times that we need the light of heaven to shine the brightest? Come on, let me me say that again. It is in the darkest times that you actually need the light of heaven to begin to permeate your soul so that it doesn't just permeate your soul, that it come out of your soul. And what I find amazing about King, sorry Elijah, is he stands before the very king of kings and that way he is not afraid to stand before an earthly king. And I think we could all learn a lesson from that. The longer you'll stand before the king of all kings, eventually the powerful people of our day will stop seeming so powerful. And all of a sudden you'll actually have the courage to say and to do and to love how we are meant to say and to do and to love. Can I get a good amen, church alive. he has to declare to a king that there would be a catastrophic drought watch this now because of the king and the queen's sin I've been doing sermons long enough that sometimes when you're talking a sermon you can generalize some things and then you're hoping some people get it (laughs) Uh, I've been doing marriage series now for like 15 years and here's the weird thing the married couple always thinks it's for their partner I rarely see someone go oh that was for me pastor I actually meet people like oh that was for my husband I'm like it wasn't for you like no I'm above that and I'm like hold on you're not actually I don't say that I just think that I just smile and wave oh that's nice but Elijah has to go and stand before the king and he has to tell him it is your sin that is literally bringing the drought he is not sermonizing he is not just saying here's some examples of scripture he literally comes along and says to Ahab and Jezebel it is your sin that is literally causing destruction in the land how many know you need some boldness when it comes to that Because his life is at risk, but he is called by God to do it. And here would be the truth. Do you know that the truth is sometimes when you come to church, if I never challenge you, I think you're in the wrong church. If all I ever do is tickle your ears, if all it ever does is feel good, if all it ever, uh, I already agree with that, I already agree. Now, if you've been in the Bible a long time and you're a growing Christian, great. But if you're new for a while, sometimes I'm gonna say some things from the word of God and like, I'm not sure I like that. I, the Lord's like, I don't care if you like it. He says, I need you to hear it because if you hear it, you'll change. And if you change, you'll get stronger. The longer I live, the more I realize that it is lies that weaken us and it is truth that makes us stronger. It is lies that weaken our faith, but it is truth that makes us stronger. I want to encourage you today that we are called to be more than conquerors, but I feel like I'd be lying to tell you if I didn't tell you that yes, you are invited to be more than a conqueror in Christ, but if you keep on aligning yourself with lies, you will get weaker. You are invited and I am invited continually and constantly to be more than a conqueror. But if I swallow lie after lie after lie after lie, how many know uh, my identity may be a conqueror, but I live over here in the land of limitation. Stephen Mansfield writes this and I love him as an author. He's just a brilliant man. He says this, Honorable men refuse to wallow in the small and the bitter. Honorable men refuse to hate life because something once went wrong. Honorable men don't build monuments to their disappointments, nor do they let others brand them and curse them to their destruction. You can put women in there too. That's okay, ladies. I was uh, recently, I, I was in St. Augustine, Florida a couple of months ago, just right after Easter, had the opportunity to go on vacation. And how many you know there's lots of lizards there? My goodness, Florida, there's just lizards everywhere. You, you just get off, off your towel and there's a lizard on your head. and <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my, <laughs> my wife would have a heart attack. <laughs> have they? Babe, don't look now. But you have a lizard on your head. Anyway, then you'd see the exorcist. <laughs> but I saw a chameleon. I oh, want you to see a little chameleon. I think they're pretty cool. Aren't they cool? You ever seen them lick their eye? That's weird. If any of you can do that, don't ever do that in church. That is forbidden in this house. I just want to let you know right now, I've told Fernando once, I've told him twice, he, he will not do it again. Um, but what a chameleon does is, a chameleon always changes with the environment. Where it's green, it goes green. If it's purple, it goes purple. I was literally watching one a while ago and literally, I was like, oh my gosh, how do you do that? You just, you literally turn purple and then half your body was purple and half your body was green. He just blends in and it's a God-given gift where he just blends wherever, whatever it looks like, he can just change to it. But I want to say this to you today that a more than conqueror spirit is the opposite of a chameleon. Let me say it again, a more than a conqueror spirit is the opposite of a chameleon. The chameleon takes on the look of his environment, but the conqueror is called to be the light in the dark place. You're called actually to bring light to your family, bring light to your workplace, bring light wherever you go, bring light in the house of God. You are a light bringer according to the Bible. Listen to what Jesus told us in Matthew 5. He says, you are the light of the world. The way that we actually show good deeds is to serve people, is to love people, is to build churches in Madagascar and in India and and all throughout the community. The women will be bringing on Wednesday night things for foster care. That's how we let our light shine. That's why it's not a nice idea to be a Christian or or generous. It's not a nice idea to be a Christian. It's a Jesus idea to be generous. He says, listen, I want you to not just shout truth. I want you to serve with love. But I think sometimes I hear in our culture, sometimes I get a little bit concerned that some people like, don't ever say that, don't ever say that, because you're just meant to serve people. You're just meant to love people. You're just meant to serve them and love them. But don't say anything. Don't, don't, don't say that. Because people might get offended. How many of you know people get offended anyway? Yeah. And I found over time that Elijah wasn't called to go to the prophets of Baal and just wash their feet he was actually called by God to literally set an example and a line in the sand that says listen Israel if you're going to serve them serve them but if you're going to serve God serve God and there was this clear distinction on what it actually meant to be a child of God or a child of Baal And the worship of Ashtoreth. And I think it actually takes sometimes someone coming along and saying, Hey, wake up, O oh sleeper. Open your eyes. Because just because you say Jesus doesn't mean you worship the real Jesus. Just because you say you're a Christian, doesn't mean you are a Christian. And I'm not here to put doubt on people's experience and people's salvation. But let me just say very clearly that it is imperative that we actually know what a Christian is. Because I want to say this to you. I don't care what your beliefs are in this house. um, I hope people come from every belief i hope every single belief comes to this church but let me say this so so clearly eventually i pray that you have a used to be moment i used to be this way but now i'm this way i used to be this way but now i'm this way i used to believe this But now I believe this, I used to be drunk, used to be high, used to be in the club, used to be a stripper, used to run my business, so immoral, such a liar I was. But now guess what, I'm not just a liar, not a liar anymore, I'm generous now. When You talk about transformation, man I used to cheat on my wife but now I just love her. There needs to be some used to be's. See, the gospel is all invitational. Every belief. Every belief. We love everyone. We love everyone. Everyone's invited. For God so loved the world. If you're in the world, we want to love you. You ever struggle with that? So... You ever get a parking ticket... And you're like, oh, I don't like that guy at all. <laughs> there used to be this one person in our town, and this person was like, Oh, I will write you if you are 45 seconds over. Even if you came up, I'm, like, no, I'm just about to move it. Just look at you. <laughs> write it. And I'll be like, I mean, I'm right here. I can move it. You're like, don't park here. I was like, Okay. And I love you. <laughs> and I'd go and home and pray. Oh Lord. please make this person retire. <laughs> they did. <laughs> Powerful prayer. <laughs> Anyone after service come up and say, "Listen, there's some other people. I need to retire." <laughs> I need my boss to retire. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Elijah was more than a conqueror. Paul was more than a conqueror. But the invitation is not just for Paul to be a conqueror. It's for you to be a conqueror. The invitation is for the youngest and the oldest to be a conqueror. And how many know that doesn't just fall upon you. You actually have to exercise that and work that out. But Elisha comes along at a very unpopular time to be a preacher of righteousness because they were worshipping Baal and worshipping Asherah and you're kind of like, okay, so what was Baal and what was Asherah? Basically, it was the God of sex, money, power. Sex, whatever, whenever, whoever, however, they literally come to the temple and you'd have sex with temple prostitutes and that was part of your worship. Sex, money, Uh, Asherah and Ba would kind of give you blessings that would pray to them and say Asherah, Ba bless me and so forth and then power there was really power attached to it and the longer I've been a preacher and the longer I've been leading a church I've often heard people say oh don't ever talk about that I was like oh okay when I first got in ministry I heard someone say don't ever talk about money I was like oh well you don't talk about it, why? well because people leave but weren't won't won't they get stronger if they learn how to submit yeah but you don't want to talk about it because then I'm like oh but you have to because my job is to lead them into discipleship don't don't talk about sex because you know people have sex you know we all got here by sex but I'm like but isn't part of worshiping Jesus honoring God with your body yeah but people aren't going to like it so they'll leave but won't they get stronger see i have to love you enough to tell you the truth power don't don't ever talk about politics don't ever talk about government don't ever talk about why isn't that important no 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 you just want to you want to keep church in the four walls you just want to keep the message of church in the four walls and I'm like oh, so don't talk about the biggest issues of the day no, 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 no. you just want to keep people happy <laughs> just you want to run around, run around and pat people on the back and say, there there greetings, salutations bless you in the name of Jesus oh, never talk about anything you don't want me to talk about let me just run over and hug you Uh, you got the wrong church you know why I talk about some of the issues that I talk about? it's not because I'm a pastor it's not because I'm a preacher it's actually because I'm a father again, we love everyone in our church We do, but when I see men wearing G-strings, smashing each other with whips, and four-year-olds and five-year-olds watching, a father in me. Worship. that's Asherah worship it's the God of whatever whenever whoever it's not the God of the Lord Jesus Christ and I'm telling you the voice of the church doesn't need to be hidden in walls it actually needs to be out it actually needs to be in the places it needs to be in business it needs to be in government because the goal of the enemy is to silence the voice of Of the church but we need some bold men we need some bold women who stand up and say I'm a father I'm a father I'm a mother I stand to protect children I stand to protect children not on my watch not on my watch I I I I, I tell you again I know I've talked about it a fair bit but how can I not my God the greatest devastation will come in the next 10 20 30 years if some people don't talk about it, the sexual confusion that will happen across generations, it will be beyond bad. But I see an army rising and I see people who say, I'll walk in love, I'll walk in grace, but I will be courageous. I will be strong. I won't hide my light. I'll tell my line. In business, in family, in government, places of education, places of entertainment. Let's stop hiding. Come out of the light. Listen. Love everyone. love protects love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth Romans chapter 12 says love must be sincere says hate evil cling to what is good then the last part of Romans 12 says don't be overcome with evil but overcome evil with good overcome evil with good overcome evil with good Let the love of God courage of heaven touch people where they need it. let the courage of heaven touch people where they need it. Spirit of the living God breathe across this place fill every life fill every mind fill every heart oh with wisdom and love and courage I pray Oh Lord, I pray for your people, that they would be so strong, so loving, so wise. the spirit of intimidation, spirit of fear, being hindered and bound, I pray in Jesus' name you'd set them free and I pray there'll be courage and faith on the inside, I pray you'd raise up Daniels in this generation, they'll be able to speak and influence nations, Thank you for it, Lord. I thank you for it, Lord. And the love and the courage to be more than a conqueror, to not shrink, to not be less than all you've called me to be. I thank you, God, for setting me free. Let the truth make me stronger. Let your love fill my heart. Fill my soul in your mighty, fill my soul. I'm gonna have us just declare one thing. Say this with me I am made by God, I am loved by God. Jesus died for me, His Holy Spirit lives in me. I am not just a survivor, I am more than a conqueror. Come on, say that again. I'm not just a survivor. say we are more than conquerors let faith hit this room eyes closed all across this place some of you may have been wavering between two opinions some of you may have been wavering you're worshiping the gods of this world instead of Jesus. Today you can make that decision. Elijah came and he says, Choose you this day whom you will serve. If God be God, serve him. If Baal be God, serve him. But all across this place I, I believe there's two types of people one you've never said yes to christ and you need to today or two you've been wavering you've been all over and you say today i dedicate myself all across this place to jesus and if that's you today would you quickly lift your hand all across this place say pastor Anthony, i need you to pray for me come on all across this place Number one, whether you've never accepted Christ, say yes to Christ. Or two, you feel like you need to make a decision and stop playing games. Come on, all across this place, all across this place, raise your hand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father, I thank you for your people and for every hand and every heart. In the name of Jesus, may you touch them and bless them, Lord. Oh, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, can we give the Lord a hand in the house of God? Come on. Praise God.